Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the 301 Outlet Podcast is back. There was no upload last week, although the, we do have one in the tuck, but I will release that one sooner rather than later. Um, but nonetheless, today is Wednesday, the first day of June. Um and with it being the first day of June, it means two things. Number one, one birthday has just passed. The DMV Zebra Kang himself, Evan, just turned 25 last Saturday. So happy belated birthday to you, brother. Appreciate it. And mm-hmm. Happy belated, bro. <laughs> and, and, and in about a couple weeks, we got the King of Philadelphia, the Dread Man himself, his birthday is on the, am I right, 15th? 1-4, yep, close, but yep. I was a day off, but <laughs> birthday is coming up on June the 13th, 14th, 14th, fuck. It's all good, two fuck. more dollars, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> two more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, which also means that it is Gemini season, so if everything's going haywire, Shit going crazy. We know why. Anyways. But hey, you know it's a good Gemini season when the twins are in first place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The irony of that. The irony though. <laughs> the irony indeed. But let's just get let's just get started, man. Um it is finally here. It is finally time. What we have been waiting a month for is finally here. Well, it will be here tomorrow. NBA Finals, game one, Thursday, June the 2nd at 9 Eastern time in San Francisco, California, between the Golden State Warriors, who just beat the Dallas Mavericks in five games, playing against the Boston Celtics, who just beat the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals in a deciding seven-game series. So, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson versus Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Give me your predictions on this next series. I feel like this this series is going to be closer than people think. Because, like, Mm -hmm. everybody sees, like, oh, Steph and Klay and whatnot and think the Warriors are just going to Double right, but in reality, if I'm gonna be real, Boston has been they're the best way I could describe them is they believe in each other, like that they, they believe they're different, they believe they're that team, and you can really see every single game they've played that they they come they come with an attitude that they can score on anybody, that they could beat anybody. I, now I think Golden State still wins, but it's not a sweep. I'm I'm going Warriors in six. Yeah, I got Warriors in six. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to seven games, though, because Boston, you know, I, I gotta give them credit where it's due. I feel as though they're kind of like I wouldn't want to call them underdogs because we know how great Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have been. But you know, Marcus Smart has definitely stepped up this season. Honestly, um, he definitely deserved that um defensive player of the year award. And their defense is what's really been keeping them, like, afloat, like, all season. Like, Boston is one of those teams, like, Evan Santa, just not, like, afraid of every, 
like afraid of anybody, you know, they just come at you. Like they were like, you saw how they beat uh, Milwaukee last series. They shut, they were able like to shut Giannis down and Chris Middleton being out also like played a big factor, but Boston was one of those teams that they would definitely like, um, you know, take the opportunity and just capitalize on you. And I, I'm, I'm going to be surprised if this does go seven games, but even though I do got the Warriors uh, still winning the series though, and I can, and, you know, best case scenario, I do want the Warriors to win, you know, because I just really don't like the Celtics, but I haven't won in six games, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston can take it to seven games, honestly. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty good series. I feel as though we're going to be seeing, like, a lot of, like, I say, you know, finesse, you know, offense versus, like, tough, gritty defense. It's going to be a pretty fun matchup seeing Steph Curry and Clay versus, like, that Boston defense. It's going to be one of the – probably one of the uh, toughest challenges for Steph Curry, honestly, in this finals. Yeah, I think um, we are we're going to be watching the two best defenses in the NBA. They're literally one and two, um, or at least they're both top five. So it's going to be a gritty defensive game. Don't think you're going to see a lot of 120 to 111 games because that's not going to happen. Um, my worst nightmare is coming true because the Boston Celtics are in the NBA Finals and I don't want the Boston Celtics to prosper to prosper because I am a Los Angeles Lakers fan and we do not like the Boston Celtics. With that being said, I'm really ready for LeBron to retire because we really got these damn Laker fans over here saying that they'd rather have the Boston Celtics win the championship rather than Steph Curry getting another ring. And I just think you all need to go to another team. Leave us alone, please. Anyways, Warriors in seven, I think this will go the distance. I think that Boston is probably the best matchup in the whole entire playoffs to go against the Warriors. Like, they're probably the, like, just in terms of, like, for us, for for entertainment value, it's the best matchup for the Warriors. It's probably the worst matchup because they can match them pound for pound. Anything you can do, they can do just as good, if not better. So Warriors in seven. That's what I got. Um, moving on, the all NBA teams were announced last week. I'm about to list off the first, second, and third teams, and I will and I will want y'all's reactions to each one. Um, so I'm gonna start off with the first teams. Oh, actually, no, I'm gonna list all three teams, and then afterwards we uh, do our reactions. So all NBA first team. At the first guard position is Phoenix Suns guard Devin Booker. Second guard position is Mavericks guard Luka Doncic. At the first forward position is Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo. Second forward position is the Celtics forward Jason Tatum. And at the center position is Nikola Jokic. Moving on to the second team. First guard position is Warriors guard Stephen Curry. Second guard position is Grizzlies guard John Morant. At the first four position is DeMar DeRozan for the Chicago Bulls. Second four position is Kevin Durant for the Brooklyn Nets. That last center spot is Joel Embiid for the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, final third team. At the first guard spot is Chris Paul for the Phoenix Suns, Trey Young for the Atlanta Hawks, LeBron James for the LA Lakers, Pascal Siakam for the 
Toronto Raptors. And rounding it out is Carl Anthony Town for Towns for the Minnesota Sota Timberwolves. So I know when they first came out, um, there was strong reaction to it. So let's just get right into it. Who got snubbed? And would you have list, listed it? Would you have put them in a different place is what I should say. Well, you know what I'm about to say. And not just as a fan, but I think just overall deserving. I think Embiid and Jokic should be swapped. <laughs> Look, I'm going to just say with that. I think Embiid should be on the first team, honestly. But, you know, as good as Jokic is, it's really hard. It is really close, man. It's not one of those things where it's like, Golly, Embiid and Jokic are really that evenly matched almost, bro. And honestly, you know, as a Sixers fan, I wish Embiid was on the first team, but I mean, I can't really be too mad at Jokic either with how great he is. But honestly, though, with, uh, that's my over like my only like really main reaction. But over um, overall, though, I think the first team they got it right. Um, Jason Tatum definitely deserves first team this year, especially with what he showed in these playoffs. But of course, they vote before the playoff, like this far anyway but he definitely deserves that first team Giannis of course he's just been that good for like you know for like the past three seasons now Luca definitely deserves that guard position right there Devin Booker he earned it uh, he earned first team I'm not mad at the first team list too much except you know I think Embiid should really be in, in that center position I mean, but it's really like hard like to call that though it's very mm-hmm. close between Jokic and Embiid that, that's my only reaction though mm-hmm. yeah my thing is, at first, I was upset about Embiid not being first team, but then I was, mm-hmm. but then I thought like, pretty much the only person you could put him in over, like you can make the argument for, is Jokic, and you can't do yep. that because mm-hmm. Jokic just won MVP, so you can't have an MVP not be on the first team. Otherwise, yeah, you know, you going mm-hmm. miss somebody was wrong, and now the whole the whole situation looks like looks like it looks flawed and it loses credibility so like all in all it's pretty fair i wouldn't say i wouldn't make a strong case for anybody getting snubbed this is how fair i think i think it is but bro honestly yeah but i feel like as far as the nba it's like darian's wallpaper you think i'm mad but i'm not you're not going to uh, piss me off with Cowboy stuff in June, man. My hey, boy bro. is not in football. Mm, bro. Shit, bro. There's a reason. There's a reason. Not in football, first man, off, bro. It's not first, off, work. first off, I forgot that that was my background. I really I, I, I didn't even know that. I, I, I honest, that is honestly, I did not know that that, um, that was right there. But I'm wearing my Cowboy stuff because Marion Barber just, just uh, passed away today. And that news is yeah, 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 and that's yeah, and that's pretty and that's pretty sad. But I really didn't mean to do that, Evan. I'm sorry. But uh well, I'm not sorry, but I didn't mean to I really didn't mean to do that. Again, my brain's not in football mode, bro. I'm I'm indifferent today. Yeah, I I I, I don't really care for football today either. If it wasn't for Marion Barber, I would not be wearing this jersey. But um My thing with the whole Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid thing, and, and this isn't really directed towards y'all. It's everyone else that has to sit here and is trying to, like, like is just all the way outraged about Embiid getting second team. Whereas I agree, I do think he does deserve a first team mark. And, but 
who in those four positions are you going to bump down? And then that also means yeah, you can, that somebody yeah. like a Pascal Siakam probably doesn't make third team. So in that, so in that case, it's fair. And, 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 and also, I think I said it back when uh, we had initially tried to predict the, the um, all NBA teams is whoever wins MVP is getting that first team. And unfortunately, whoever loses is getting that is getting that second team. I personally think, and this is where my annoyance with this whole thing comes, comes from is if it was reversed and Embiid had won MVP and gets the first team and Jokic is runner up in both categories, people wouldn't be as mad. The only people that would be mad are Nuggets fans. And I don't even think they would really be pissed off about it. But that's my only thing there. Um, What I would do is I would swap Luca and Ja. I think Ja deserved first team all NBA over Luka Doncic. Luka really didn't have like a good overall season because he kind of struggled coming out the gate. He was kind of like the Boston Celtics where they really didn't hit their stride until later on in the season. So Luka really didn't hit his stride and really turn into Luka magic until after the all-star break until after Christmas. So I will put John Morant in that second guard spot in first team. And then I'll put Luca in uh, the second guard spot in the second team. Other than that, it's pretty fair. Um, I know at first I said LeBron's making first team, but that was just a Laker fan in, in me talking. I really don't have much to say about um, the rest of the all NBA teams, which means we move on to our next topic. Um, so we're going to talk about one of the teams. Well, we're going to talk about both of the teams that got eliminated in the conference finals. We're going to start off with the, with the Miami Heat. And we saw Jimmy Butler try and do the same things that he did in the bubble, which is literally will his team to a victory. But as the same that happened in the bubble, happened in the conference finals, Jimmy can't do it all by himself. And ultimately, he fell short. Um, and with that being said, what should Miami do this offseason to improve? The Heat need another score. Like, they, they, ha- they have defense. They have dudes that can pass, move the ball around. They, got, they have pretty much everything except pure scores. Because Jimmy Butler is the only – pure score they had so and jimmy Butler's not even the score to be honest so it's like he, he's the next closest thing like he's the closest thing they had so miami just needs more pure offense now granted don't don't throw everything away in favor of pure scoring but just just add like a, a scoring guard that's what they need well, I heard Miami, I don't know, there's probably just rumors, but I heard they're in the talk about Donovan Mitchell. I'm not, I don't know how true that is, you know, with the spe- how big the speculations be, are. D-Mitch would I, I heard, be absolutely scary 
in my yeah yeah i mean i heard talks about it and like you know donovan mitchell and you know utah not looking too promising honestly so hey it, miami you know if that comes to tr- um the truth shoot heat fans they should have something to be happy about because yeah d mitch with jimmy butler like i don't know what package miami will put together to uh trade for donovan mitchell i feel as though you have to put hero in that for sure but Donovan Mitchell is just like as like a pure like you know just dominant scorer as he can be along with Jimmy Butler and then you have uh, Adebayo. Ooh, that's a scary offense and defense, low key. Yeah, but yeah. I feel as though they need to get like a true point guard, you know, a scoring point guard, kind of like an Evans set, similar to how the Sixers, you know, did with James Harden and everything. Do you need like a, just another like just pure like you know scorer, like especially at like the guard position? Yeah, because they already have Adebayo. So yeah. And and the thing with um. This is youth is jazz and wizards fans are going to be biting their nails because Donovan Mitchell and Bradley Bill are going to be all over the trade rumors. Um, I'm with you. I think they need another, they need another score. That's literally all it is. Um, because like you said, they have everything else and even if they do lose some of those guys in a trade for Donovan Mitchell or Bradley Beal, um, the the Heat have this ability to just find diamond in the rough players and turn them into solid NBA players. So we'll so we'll see we'll we'll see we'll see where that goes. But Jimmy can't do it by himself, and as these playoffs have just what it always is, is the playoffs always shows your biggest weakness and the heat really got exposed. Jimmy had to play 48 minutes, bro. That says it all. The fact they had to play 48 minutes, bro, says it all. Exactly. They got to like do, yeah, make some adjustments. So, so we go from, the East in Miami, and we go over. We go over to Dallas, that other team in Dallas. Um, and we're going to talk about Luka Doncic. And I personally feel like Luka Doncic had a run, sort of, kind of like Trey Young's playoff run last year, where he showed out. He, you know, it was basically like his coming out party. And my question for you guys. Is is Luka Doncic the next best in the world? Is this something that we can see consistently in the future from 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 Luka, or is this one of those, or is this a Trey Young type type run where it's like, okay, this is happening this year, but next year is going to be completely different? I mean, I'm not gonna shut Trey off at and say that he can't ever do that again in his career. But I do see Luka doing this consistently. Like, I feel like he does have the potential, and he's quickly becoming – the quickly coming up to this category where he is among the best in the league, like, year after year. And I feel like before his career is done, he's going to win multiple MVPs. He's going to win multiple finals, a couple finals MVPs. He's going to be very decorated as a player but at, and at the same time yeah actually no, we can talk about the Mavericks a little bit later like as a team but like yeah I, I do yeah, well, believe Luke is oh. going to be up there 
Yeah, Luca. Because what I've seen, he has all like the skill sets, you know, to be like that consistent player. We really, we even seen in that uh, that Memphis series, like the way he was just took over and was just shooting lights out and like doing it effortlessly. You know, he has that confidence too. You know, he like was making like some of those step back threes with a smile on his face. I'm like, oh yeah, Luca. He definitely knows his game. That's like you know a player with confidence. And Luca just like as young as he is, he just like basically just put his foot down and says, yeah, you know, I'm definitely the number one option you know, in Dallas. And he literally carried uh, that Mavericks um, team through that, uh, through that Memphis series. And unfortunately, you know, the Warriors are like, um, like too much for them, but I was, at least he was able to get like a game on them. But Luca, I can definitely see him like, like being, a, you know, being a future of the NBA, like still being like that top, I say a top five player uh, moving forward, like amongst the elites in the current NBA, for sure. Cause he has all the skill sets, like he has the size and everything, the attributes. Yeah, like Luca's a pretty fun player to watch. Yeah, and and uh, I agree with you, Evan. I don't think that the. I guess I worded the question wrong, but it, you know, I don't. I don't think that this Trey Young run is something that's never going to happen again. Because I think, you know, Atlanta's going to get better. Dallas is Dallas is going to get better. But as you know, the year goes on. You know, Trey Young was getting compared to Steph Curry. And and Luka Doncic is getting compared to the likes of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Um, and they're two very young players. They're, they're two players that will always be connected because they got traded for each other. And I think that they will get better. I just don't see this happening again next next year because I just think the West is just going to be so much better. Um, but yeah, we scurry we scurry along here. Um, this isn't on the topic list, but I have to bring this up because it is too funny to not be brought up on this on on this podcast. Tommy Fam slapping Jock Peterson during batting practice over a fantasy football dispute. I heard about that a couple hours ago, bro. That, I, I was just looking at that report a couple hours ago. That That is actually wild, bro. And just <laughs> fantasy to football, those... like, it really does bring that emotion out of people, but damn, you wouldn't think that would happen. And just to get a little backstory. <laughs> funny, it's just, and it's just... If you didn't, if he didn't say it was over fantasy football, you would have no idea. Like it happened so randomly and it happened so quick, bro. Man, man's just walked up and said, Pow. I'm warranted, bro. <laughs> the thing is, the backstory to it, I'm just going to paraphrase Jock's, Jock went to the media and Jock pulled up with receipts. Jock said, Y'all not about to sit here. And create some narrative over over what happened. I'm gonna tell you exactly what went down. And basically, and, and basically, Tommy Fan was mad about how Jock was using some of his players that was on the IR. Because you know how when you play fantasy, how when you play fantasy football, you have the one IR slot to where you can put a dude who's going to be injured for multiple weeks. You put him down, down, down there and you get an extra roster spot for, um, Oh yeah. Use that extra roster spot to add someone else. And you don't have to get rid of a player. Yeah. You don't have to drop him. 
Yep. So my first thought was, imagine getting pissed off over Juju Smith-Schuster. Wait, and that holding, was And holding that in for seven to eight months until you see this man again. And you say, you know what? When I see you, it's on site. And he meant it. He over, no. Man, 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 man. I didn't say Juju, If that happened to me, I don't even know if I would swing back, bro. I would just look at him like, bro, you swing it. You stealing off over Juju Smith-Schuster. Over Juju. I want you to take a step back and reflect on the situation. This is over. Now, this ain't over. Um, like this ain't over Patrick Mahomes. This ain't over um, Odell Beckham. This this ain't over the Rams defense. None of that. This is over Juju Smith Schuster. My guy. Like I understand if it was Derrick Henry or something, but this not even Derrick Henry or Johnson. Just to let the record show. Just to let the record show. I don't know who the player was, nor do I really care. But I'm just. <laughs> That would be funny like, though. If you it was go, like, like you over here getting mad because old because old boy Jock, young Jock is sitting here saying, "Oh, well, Calvin Ridley's not going to play for whatever reason that, he, that, that he's not not going to play." So I'm gonna put him on the IR slot, and then I'm gonna pick up I'm gonna pick up like Devin Singletary or so or um or something like mm-hmm. like 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 that. And now he balling, and you mad because I'm whooping your ass. And also yep. let's and, and also let's also um. Put it put it out there. Tommy Pham rage quit out of that fantasy league. He legitimately <laughs> rage quit. He dropped out of the hey. league and everything because he said, Y'all playing with my money. He was very upset about it. I just can't get over the fact that you're gonna sit here and slap this man in batting practice over Juju Smith Schuster. Hey. Allegedly hey. Juju Smith Schuster. I'm hey. sorry. I guess you could say he wasn't acting like family. Ah, 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 But Tommy Pham <laughs> did get suspended for three games, mm-hmm. which, just to let you know, is more than what Josh Donaldson got for calling Tim Anderson Jackie. But we ain't going to get into that. <laughs> That whole debate was kind of just like really nigga. <laughs> that's, that's all I thought. It's not even a debate. The 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 deba- like, it's so non-debatable that even Josh's teammates did not come to his defense and he's butt hurt about it. And really, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. They was just standing there watching this unfold like over Juju though. Like I, I get it if it was Josh Allen, but he did all this over Juju. Hey, bro, not even like a, even a top like twenty pick in like, fantasy. You over here, upset about Michael Gallup. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, like a flex player, like a barely a flex player that probably gets you like no more than ten points per week, if if that. Facts. Maybe a couple games and they ball out over that, but ten points at the average at most. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> There's plenty of other sleepy players that that do way more that will actually win you more games besides Juju. Exactly. But hey, you never know. Juju may get some more targets this year with Pat Mahomes. So. <laughs> we have to wait and see. Yeah, hey. but but all <laughs> but you know we kind of combine baseball and football here. Um, Shout so, out Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah, bro. Mike Trout said, "I don't know if I'm gonna ever be a commissioner of a fantasy league ever again." Look what yeah, you bro. did, Tommy. Look what you did, Tommy. 
This oh, is man. This, you ain't right. That's all I gotta say is you ain't right. Um so we move on from baseball. Uh let's go back to our last basketball topic. Um I'm sorry guys, we're gonna have to talk about the Lakers because the Lakers just signed their new head coach and Darwin Ham, former assistant coach of the Milwaukee Bucks as their next head coach, as the Lakers' next head coach. Um, I would pull up – I, I should have pulled up his background, but I didn't. You know what? And I was a Boy I'm Scout. NBA boys, 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 Boy Scouts are always prepared. All three of us were Boy Scouts, by, I'm an Eagle Scout. by the way. One is an Eagle Scout. Yeah. Mm, yeah, go on, go on, Mr. Eagle Scout. I was a second-class scout. I didn't get any further than that. But I have, a bunch, of, I have a bunch of merit badges, though. I got a bunch yeah, of merit badges. They I, got like, for... I got like 30, like 20 or 30. I ain't really get that much. I think I got like 10. I have like 10 of them. But I, I got the joints they teach you at, at summer camp and not really too much beyond that. Yeah, the ones at summer camp. I think I'll... I have another one outside of that too. Yeah. But you have to I got like camp, th- I got like three outside of summer camp, bro. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really care to do anything. Like anything outside of Goshen, I just didn't want to do it. I feel you though, bro. Because some of those requirements are OC, bro. Outside of Goshen, they really hold were. Bro. Hold on, hold on. So I got a Boy Scout story for y'all. I don't know if Mark. I don't know if you was there. You might have been there. I don't know. I know David. I know David was. Shout out to David. His his uh, birthday just just uh passed two on the uh, twenty. Oh, he he uh, he uh, living down in Florida now with 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 uh with uh, his mother. Oh wow! I didn't even know he even moved down there. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know either. My mom, my mom told told me probably about a week or so ago, because I I hadn't I haven't talked I hadn't talked to him in a minute. But I, I mean I've been meaning to reach out to him. But mm-hmm. um, but um, anyways, so we're doing. I want to I want to say we're doing a swimming class. I think we're doing swimming, and it's all of it's most of us in our troop. I think it was it was myself, David. I want to say. I want to say, uh, you remember Brian, right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it was myself, David, Brian. I think it was one more. I want to say it was Daniel and possibly Evan. It was another Evan that was in that was in. Our I remember group. Evan, bro. Yeah. It was. An, it was a. It was a. It was. A, it was another Evan. But um, so. She's teaching us. I think she was. I think our instructor was teaching us how to float. So, so she was showing us what to do. And one of the male counselors, because we're all in, we're all in the water. We're all in this lake. And uh, one of the counselors was walking on the uh, dock that was like right. That was like right behind us. And um, he had said something to her, and she was like, "Ooh." Ooh, I think his name was like, I think his name was like, I'm going to say his name was Ryan. So she was like, Ooh, Ryan, Ryan, I got you a present. I, I got you a present. Wait, wait, wait up. So she's, so she's floating and she, and she shoots back up. Mind you, she said, Ryan, I got you a present. Boy, she shot back up. We both. Like, like, and it, it just seemed like everything was just moving in slow, um, slow motion. I look up, her whole titty is out. 
Mind you, she in the book. I remember it's that. A bo- it's a Boy Scout camp, all boys. She had to be one of only like two girls there. So her whole titty is out. And I kind of looked, looked away. I wasn't really paying attention. Now I looked again. And I and I t- and I kid you not, I was trying so I would one, I was trying hard not to stare, and I was trying so hard not to laugh. So we get out of so we get out of the uh we get out of the lake, we dry off, we're on the little beachfront. And then when I tell you everybody convened, like everyone in our troop just convened, and we all went into one tent, and we probably spent at least an hour and a half just talking about what we saw talking about what was going through mind you we're all probably like 11 or 12 so again 12 year old boys probably the first time we ever saw a a a a titty that wasn't our moms in our lives and it's just like bruh and mind you, we've been there for about a week. So so it's so it's also like, yo, we've been around dudes for a week, and now out the random, here's this girl just giving us a whole show. So it was it was the funny, it was the funniest thing. That, that, that was funny, bro. I remember that. <laughs> that shit. Yep, I remember that lake bird. That that lake bird, that shit was lit low key. Bro. Like, it was like, yeah, it was like a big ass lake too, bro. I remember that joint. Bro, like we just had full access to it. Bro, we had some, we had some good times. We had some good times outside of being attacked by flying grasshoppers. We had a good time. Oh, bro, those things were different, bro. Like though, I don't know where they came from, but I was like, hey, you know what? I think it's time for us to go, bro. It was like, bro, y'all niggas ain't better take over our land. Good job. flying grasshoppers came. They were one violence that week, bro. They would come at nighttime too. That's what made it worse. Like right by the fire, bro. They would just come out of nowhere. They said, "What you niggers doing in our land?" Like shit, bro. You know, we was the only black troop. By the we only only black troop. And I think this one other troop had this other black boy, but he was like the only like black guy like in his troop. I I remember that. I think Evan, like, yeah, we became cool with him. He used to like coming to us, bro. He like, what's up? Yeah, bro. But, yeah, that was some um, good times. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But going back to uh, going back to the topic, the Lakers signing Darwin Ham as their next head coach. How do you feel about that? We can make this brief. We don't have to stay on the Lakers for too long. I feel I like the higher field. I really do because what I was afraid of that y'all would do is y'all would just ignore everything and go for the biggest name that you could find. And I feel yeah, like that, that could, and it's like while that could work, it like it had potential to work. It also had great potential to fail. Like as in the Luke Walden thing, how he was the biggest name because he was the one that that got the Warriors off to that start that that became seventy three and nine while um while Steve Kerr was out. So so I, this this is the Lakers learning from their mistakes and and actively trying to be better and and Ham was a good guy to do it. Yeah, and Ham, you know, he has that you know recent championship experience with the Bucks, so it like. They're smart. He has a good resume, and he know like the Lakers know that Darvin Ham definitely uh, knows what it takes to like to, like you know, you know get a team to win and to stay winning consistently. And look what he's done with the Bucks. So it, it's not a bad hurry up. And you know, he's, like Evan said, don't go for the big names. You know, the big like marketed names and everything. Like go for the smart hires because honestly, 
the big names really haven't like coaches, you know, sometimes haven't really been succeeding and everything. Heard rumors about Doc Rivers, you know, Philly fans are hoping like <laughs> Doc Rivers went over to LA, bro. That that news came out like Doc Rivers wouldn't uh, have been a good fit with this team. Bro, exactly. Yeah, bro. That's what we wanted him to go. Like, he bro, honestly, been a good we like bro, with take the him. team or the culture. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was like, bro, take him. Yeah. So Darvin Hamburg, that's really a smart hire, honestly. I can really see him like really changing, you know, getting that team together, like disciplining that team. Like overall, like I, I feel as though he could bring like more st- like st- uh, stability to that Lakers uh, locker room. Yeah, it's definitely needed. Yeah, well, and to piggyback off of what you said, Evan, um, I'm happy that the Lakers did not go, like you said, and go for a splash hire and go after somebody that could coach LeBron. You know, like, oh, we have LeBron. Let's try and get something out of out of him and blah, 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 blah. Imagine Doc Rivers coaching LeBron, bro. <laughs> The thing, the thing about the thing about it, late two thousands, early twenty tens, that would have worked. That would have worked, and you know it. Ja, but it ja. is. Doc is not a bad coach. Doc is getting the scapegoat treatment in Philly, in um, Philly right, in Philly right now. But um, Dar, but Dar, but Darwin Ham is young coach, black coach. Um, he's worked with guys like a Giannis. He was part of the Lakers coaching staff, uh, um, a few years back. He was also a player. So, and I think he was on, and he was on that Detroit, that 2004 Detroit Pistons team that won a championship. So he knows the ins and outs and how to win as a player and a coach. Oh yeah, he was part of that. But what I, but what I like about this is what I feel like he could probably do for Anthony Davis because he coached Giannis. And I think he can put some of that. I think he can, he can steer Anthony Davis onto being that because we all know what Anthony Davis can be when healthy and give him that motivation to be the great that we know him to be. So I think this is a great hire by the Lakers for once. This is probably the first right move that the Lakers have made in three years. So I'm happy about it. Very much so happy about it. So bump all those serious topics. Um, Actually, actually, we are going to get a little bit serious. Um, So in the last episode, last week with me and with me and Evan, um, which will be uploaded probably at the same time that this will be uploaded. I'm trying to do everything before the weekends. But um, we talked about how there was a shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, where 18 children and two teachers died. And me and, and we talked about gun control and gun violence and all this other stuff. Well, not even a week to the day, maybe just a little bit over a week to the day, there's another shooting in, at a hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Not even a week, bro. Barely two weeks removed from a shooting in Buffalo 
in California at a church in a grocery store. And uh, I don't know uh, the casualties of the Oklahoma shooting. About five days so about far. Like, that's what I'm seeing. Know, yeah, that, five days. Yeah. That's, I know that the gunman's dead. The gunman shot himself. They always take the easy way out, bro. That's the part that kills yeah, you. Yeah, like, just you know, cowardly. You're, yeah, just you are ridiculous. coward. You, At this point, I think it's just seeing like copycats, bro. Like it's just like a monkey see, monkey do kind of thing with some of these shootings. And even seeing like two, uh, even seeing like two children got what is other eighteen year old uh, got arrested for um, for, I think making threats in Florida um about like he was trying to shoot up a, a school in Florida. Then it's some 10-year-old boy uh end up getting arrested because he was joking about um owning, I think, four like AR-15s. And he sent a picture of it to his friend. And his friend was like definitely got worried and the police and arrested him. I feel as though there's a lot of like just copycat stuff at this point. And it's well, just kind is, of sickening, bro. Well, this like, is how they do it because we have stuff like this is happening, and you have guys like the governor of Texas saying. Oh well, they have the right to own to um, own their guns. Guns don't kill people; people kill people, and we we have to make sure that these people don't get their hands on these guns. Well, excuse me, what is your what is your romantic relationship with these damn guns? What do you sure. really need them for outside of hunting? And for real, for real, the bulk of us really don't need to be out here hunting because everything that we need is right around the corner at the shop mart for about for for, for about for about five dollars. We can get us a nice little steak. So what the hell do you need to be owning 20 guns for? What do you need that for? Why are you more concerned? Why like like why are you more concerned about? what a woman can do with her body and if she wants or does not want to conceive a child and then regulating her being able to feed that child if she was to conceive that child because there is a baby formula shortage and y'all try and put all these regulations and stipulations on that you know The reason why this keeps happening is because y'all are not doing, y'all being the government, y'all being the lawmakers, y'all being the people in power that we, the people, voted in to sit here and make these changes. Y'all ain't doing nothing but but um, scratching your ass and, and um, sending thoughts and prayers, and that's getting old, bro. Like, not saying that I'm becoming desensitized to it, but I'm just like, I'm just numb. Well, I guess that's what desensitized means, but. And, and I'm going to piggyback on the thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers thing, because bro, prayers only work when you're serious about what you're praying. Mm -hmm. They don't work here because none of these politicians are serious about it. They don't care about, like, they don't care about the victims. They don't care about the families. They just want enough time to pass so that we forget about it and shut the hell up until the next shooting happens, which will probably be next week. Mm -hmm. And it's time to talk about this all over again. While they sit protecting in their little gated home, you know, gated and communities do and stuff, high security nothing. systems. 
you know, sitting isolated from everything else, like, oh, well, you know, none of my loved ones are going to get hurt. Let's just see the world crumble upon and our they hands. they do absolutely nothing oh. because they make it clear every chance they get that they value guns and they value money more than they value our lives. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it only happens here. This shit only happens here. But um, moving on from uh, just thoughts and prayers to everybody, man. And and it's it it's become cliche at this point. But uh, let's get over to a more fun topic. So I was watching first take um this this morning. Uh, you know, usual Wednesday. Stephen A. had a uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo, and Russo did his did his A list of the most storied franchises in sports history. And um, his list was different. His list was something that I wouldn't have. But Mad Dog is also very old school. So I wasn't necessarily, it didn't necessarily surprise me, but he had the Yankees number one. Packers number two, Steelers number three, Celtics number four, and the Montreal Canadiens in number five, which, you know, prompted me to say, hmm, we record today. Let's do this on here. And so um, who wants to go first? So who wants to make the list first? All right. Well, so I'll, we, oh, yeah, you can Evan go. First, can, yeah. Evan first, Mark, then yeah. I'll go. All right. So my number one, same as his, the New York Yankees. At number two, number two, this one might come as a curveball to you, but San Francisco Giants. Not New York Giants, San Francisco Giants. That's number two. Number three, the Green Bay Packers. Number four, the Montreal Canadian. Actually, no, 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 nope, 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 nope. Scratch that. Number four, the Boston Celtics. Then number five, the Montreal Canadiens. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I know why you said the San Francisco Giants, and I really appreciate you for that. I know I know why you said the San Francisco Giants, because they used to be the New York Giants. So I, I will definitely give you that. Hmm. I feel as though top five. Okay, so number one can definitely be the Yankees. I'm going to put Green Bay at number two, because they really do have, a, like, a huge – like, the field itself is just historic. Number three, I have to put I'm gonna have to put the Lakers at number three. He mentioned the Celtics, but I'm gonna replace the Celtics with the Lakers because that is like one of the most story franchises, definitely NBA history. This is what they're the players that the players themselves that played for them. And Jerry West is like literally the NBA logo and he played for the Lakers. So I, I gotta put Lakers at number three. At number four, okay, this is gonna get kind of tricky for me. Number four, hmm. Ah, oh, bro, I'm kind of like in a – I'm stuck at four and five. You know what? That's my three. Okay, so my top three, I'm going to go Yankees, Packers, and the Los, uh, I mean the Lakers. And you can probably come back to me on four and five. I'll, I'll listen to your uh, four and five. And my, my thing top is, three for sure. My thing is, bro, there are so many baseball teams you could put on there. Like, we all said Yankees. I said Giants. You, you can, can put, put the, the Red Dodgers. Sox on there. 
You could put the, the Red, Red Sox on there. You could put the Dodgers. Yeah. The, like you could put the Dodgers, the Cardinals, the Braves. Cubs. You could Cubs. You could even put Cubs. the Reds on there, bro. You could put the White Sox on there. Like there's so many baseball teams you could put. Yeah, yeah like the history behind it. Yeah, man. But that's my top three though for so, Yankees, uh, Packers, yeah, Lakers. So I'm gonna start off for I'm gonna start off on number five. Number five, I got the Boston Celtics. Number four, I have the Los Angeles Lakers. Number three, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. Number two, I have the Los Angeles Dodgers. And at number one, I have the New York Yankees. You know what I got for my number four? And this may come as a shock, me being the, like one diehard Philly fan. I got the Cowboys on number four, my number four, the Dallas Cowboys. You want to talk about stories? And See, the, Cowboys, the Cowboys are solid. Like, yeah, I mean, Cowboys. yeah, I, you can't go wrong with putting the Cowboys. And even, and even when you think about football teams, that's really his, that's real historic. Like you got the Bears, who was the OG NFL team, the Packers. Actually, that was the Cardinals. That was the Cardinals. The Cardinals? Yes. Wait. Wait, how long have their franchise they're, been around? They're the longest – like, they're the oldest running franchise in the NFL. Like, their I existence did not know came from – Their existence actually predates the NFL. Like, they're that old. crazy. They went from Chicago to St. Louis to Arizona, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, yeah. And then when you talk history, bro, mm-hmm. when you talk history, the NFC East is a gold mine, bro. I was just, I was just about to mention uh, Washington. All four teams. <laughs> really, yo, I was really, just about man. to mention Washington. So you, so you, so you have so many of those teams in the in the um NFL basketball. Not really, because basketball history really just it's really just Lakers and Celtics. Celtics because they're like the Knicks OGs. Two. Knicks too. Well, Knicks respond the Knicks. Man. We don't care about the Knicks. The, the Knicks bump the Knicks. <laughs> hey, don't let Stephen A. hear that. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. I ain't worried about them. Bump them. But it's 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 been Lakers Celtics for 30 years. Until like until the until the 90s. For real. For and then you can say the bull, yeah, the bull snuck in there. So I say the Bulls had a lot of like you know history between like yeah, the eight yeah, and eighties and nineties, honestly. The Bulls were seen the eighties and nineties. That's where like most of the history came from, like from MJ. So yeah, the Bulls, they they're their honorable mention for NBA. And, that's got story franchises. And then you and then you know, let's not forget hockey. Really, you can just bring up all the original six teams and and the De- and the Detroit Red Wings, the Boston Bruins, the Montreal Canadiens, the uh mm, Toronto Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs, the new the uh, New York Rangers, and I'm missing one. I believe that would be Chicago Blackhawks. Yes, and and um the and the and the Chicago Blackhawks. So you can really just look at all six of those teams. And then you look at the Philadelphia Flyers. You look at the Pittsburgh Penguins. You look at um you you look at the Edmonton Oilers with uh with a with a Gretzky, the LA Kings. Like we got you know hockey's kind of overlooked though, but hockey kind of does that to Hockey does that to them to, to themselves, but I think they like it that way. So, yeah. 
I mean, the NHL is tough. I'm just like trying to get into the NHL myself, and it's actually it's pretty tough, bro. Just because, um, you know, the league itself. I, I'm I'm starting to get into hockey, bro. Uh, I think I'm just definitely going to be time. I look into playoff playoff hockey is the most intense. And the I market, think that's if you, what if you honestly every year though I look at hockey, I always look at it during the playoffs, and those players they be balling out, like they be they be hustling, and that's why I like it though, because like, like they go all out. Yeah, bro. The Colorado like, Avalanche you, just sat here and scored. And, and won a game in the playoffs, eight, eight, to, six. eight to six. Like against for those Connor that, McJesus. For those that are unaware, an eight to six game in hockey, that is the football equivalent of a game that ends 56 to 42. Actually, no. Think of Chiefs Bills. That was Abs Oilers. Actually, mm, think of. I got one better. Think Chiefs Rams. Remember that Monday night game? Oh, that Monday night game. Chiefs. That think game was that, uh, think that, but on ice. I'm so I'm still upset that we didn't get that Super Bowl. I wanted that Super Bowl <laughs> so bad. But uh, all right, so we move on from that topic to our last topic where we're really about to have some fun here because we about to piss some people oh, off. I know what you're talking about. I like this one actually. When I saw that, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I like this one, bro. Give me your <laughs> five worst. Fan bases in sports. And no, this is all going to be fine. Oh, let's go. Evan first, then Mark, then me. You said me first? Yes. All right. So, for me, I'm going to go number five up. So, at number five, I'm going to say, you're going to hate me for this, Darian, but Lakers fans. I can't stand them either. Go ahead. Number four. Number four. I ain't really think about them till just now. Oh, actually, no, number four, Hurricanes fans. Yeah, I caught you real off guard, didn't I? I, I don't mean Miami. I'm talking Carolina Hurricanes, bro. Because, because, bro, I know you got real annoyed, bro, at every time the Hurricane, every time the Canes couldn't get even the slightest call going their way at PNC Arena, the whole arena just starts out chanting, ref, you suck. Like, like they could straight up, like, I hope, like, Sebastian I hope could straight up break somebody's leg. And then when he gets a penalty for that, the whole arena, next next five seconds, ref, you suck. Ref, like, they just annoy him. So that's number four. Number three in my eyes, Braves fans. No explanation needed. At number two, I'm going to go, this is a plot twist, at number two, Cowboys fans. Because y'all are delusional. Y'all are irrational as hell on Twitter. But the ones I I know in real life, y'all cool people. But that that cannot be said for number one. Because the one fan base that beats y'all out in terms of like horribleness in my eyes, Mets fans. Mets, New York Mets, Met, the New York Mets. Oh, number one. Hey, I don't like them even, but I'm surprised that's your number one though. Uh, like shoot. every time they play the Nats, bro, they show they show their ass. The fan base shows their ass, bro. No, I feel you in that though. I feel about fan base like showing off, like against your team in particular. I'm going to start off with, like, number one and go down. Okay, so at number one, I'm going to just, like, call a spade a spade. 
I don't fuck with Dallas fan. Like, I don't fuck with the Dallas Cowboys franchise or like, you know, 90% of the fan base. Like, of course, Darian, you my bro, but like the Dar- Cowboys fans, like Evan said, I do know. I like bro, like, you know, they're, they're like my bros though. But like overall though, the franchise, yeah, Cowboys fans can care less for 90% of the team and the, you know, the fan base. At number two, I'm gonna go ahead and put the Yankees. Forget them. Shout out to you, Smiles, though. But you know, mind you, this Yankees. is a Phillies fan thing. <laughs> no, don't give them no shout out. Don't give them no shout no. out. Damn hey, speaking. bro. Yeah. The team too busy being Man. being being racist. Y'all can't win games no no, no more. Y'all stink. <laughs> Shoot, at number three, I'm not even gonna name the the NBA team. It's not even like I don't like Lakers fans. I can't stand LeBron fans. Like over the past year, I developed like a true annoyance for LeBron fans, bro. So. Instead of Lakers, like, fans, like, LeBron has, like, his own set fan base. So, and to me, I think LeBron fans aren't even real Lakers fans. And it's unfortunate for, like, the true OG Lakers fan to actually know basketball. So I'm going to just say LeBron fans get on my nerves. They're literally all the main ones, like, that make NBA Twitter annoying. So they're, the, they're my uh, number three. At number four, I'm going to go in and say I cannot stand the Braves. Like, they're, they're annoying. Like, you know, I honestly, no explanation either for that either. Speaking and of race, kind of like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they single-handedly, they end up, like, knocking the Phillies out the playoffs. And, yeah, that, that stupid Tomahawk chant or whatever that needs to be, like, shut down. Yup, can't stand them. And at number five, I'm going to go ahead and say Steelers fans. Yeah, I, I can't stand the Steelers. I can't really? stand the Steelers fans either. Uh, yeah, really? I cannot stand Yep, the Pitt- really? not Pittsburgh. Mm-mm. Steelers. Not, not the Steelers. See, now I'm irritated, bro. God don't like Steelers. God don't like I'm Steelers. Irritated. See now mm-hmm. I'm irritated, bro. You ain't even put Commanders fans on your list, bro. And we right oh, Command- here. Hey, I mean, I mean, honestly though, Commanders. I mean, I, no explanation for y'all because Dan Schneider, bro. We all know the story. You know, I hate Commanders him. fans. I love That's Commanders. That's what we have with special. It's not even like it's not even Commanders fans. It's y'all franchise. I'm never going to show respect yeah, for it because until y'all get, until y'all get your ownership, bro. Yeah, so then, bro, I do not watch y'all franchise. Like honestly, out of all the DC teams. Me being from, like, the DMV area, I actually support, you know, like, the Wizards, like, Caps and Nats when they do win, though. I don't mind. It's fun seeing the win, but the one team I, in Washington I would, like, never support a backup is, is the Commanders, bro. It's just too much dirt with that team. Not only do they just suck, they're, like, trash. I don't know why people root for them, but, yeah, it's just too much dirt, bro. Like, y'all, <laughs> y'all, need, hey, y'all need some justice, bro. I can, I can explain <laughs> yeah. We root for the city. <laughs> Ain't none of us here for Dan Snyder. We all here for the city, though. Hey, hey! I'll I second that. It, I'll second that. Mm-hmm. I'll second that. Hey, Dan Schneider, bro. Hey, yeah, yeah, man. I don't know, but yeah, that, like, that's my top like, five. Bro, let, let me let me go on record <laughs> saying that. Let me go on record saying this now. On the day when Dan Schneider's forced out, meet me at FedEx Field. We turning up, bro. Y'all should celebrate when he's forced. Like, I'm gonna like, be happy like, for y'all. Meet me at no, FedEx man, Field. Man. And it's gonna be it's gonna be BYOB. It's plenty of liquor stores around <laughs> FedEx. It's gonna be BYOB. <laughs> And matter of fact, I don't know how true. I think I heard a report saying Dan Schneider was about to be forced, I think, to testify. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him and yeah. Roger Goodell yeah, Roger forced Goodell. to appear before, mm. I think, the Supreme Court or something like that. Dude, so, like, look, look, some, something's happening, but yeah, man. So I can say, I guess you can say Commanders at, as an honorable mention in my list, along with the Steelers. So, yeah, Steelers slash Commanders. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So I didn't took a couple strays, you know. That took a couple of them, so let me, me, I got to defend myself a little bit, okay? Number one, Evan, I can't stand Laker fans either. Half of the time, as Mark said, it is not Laker fans, it is LeBron fans. And they have got 
to go. Do you want to know why? Because as I said earlier in the show, these damn LeBron fans claiming, oh, I'm a Laker fan. I've always been a Laker fan. The f- Get out of here, dog. You didn't care about us before, before his hairline came. So what I need you to do, what I need you to do, LeBron, I'm talking to you. It's year 20. You're not going to win a championship. Retire. Go off into the sunset. Make your movies. Go support your son in, in his basketball endeavors. Go hang out with your fine wife. And just, just and, and, and take your fans with you. Because we don't want him. Laker Nation don't want don't We don't want them no, no more. And I mainly say that because y'all would rather have the Boston Celtics go one up on us again in championships than to see Steph Curry winning win another winning winning another title. Anyways, so that's my thing about the Lakers. With the Cowboys, you know what? Fuck both of y'all. You want do you do you want do you want to know why? Because the Dallas Cowboys are winning the goddamn Super Bowl. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but the Dallas Cowboys will win the Super Bowl. I don't know when, but one of these years, one year is gonna happen, and I'm gonna be right. And both of y'all, the both of y'all ain't gonna hear the end of it. That's all I gotta say about that. So let me go to my list. Number five of the worst fan bases in sports is San Francisco Giants fans. Why? Because there have been multiple accounts of the Giants playing the Dodgers, and it's a really big rivalry, and where things got so heated that a Dodgers fan ends up being injured or stabbed like something really violent happens to to um a fan of that team number four worst fan bases fans that i can't stand philadelphia eagles fans can't stand i I knew it's coming i knew it (laughs) i can't stand you guys Especially, like, y'all, it's something similar to Cowboys fans where y'all do one little thing, and it's like, well, Super Bowl bound, coming to Philly. I'm not going to lie. Out of all the Philly sports teams, though, the Eagles fans, Eagles fans are definitely the most, like, delusional out of all the Philly sports fans, though. Like, Eagles fans in particular, yeah, I I do admit, it is some a lot of delusional ones, bro. (laughs) Angry delusional ones. Y'all Eagles fans just be like y'all are still riding the curtails of that last Super Bowl. And it's been about five, six years. I was happy for you when you won. Four years, four and a half, only four and a half. Well, four and a couple months. Yeah. You know, I've been counting. (laughs) It's been four four years. It's been four. Now I can't talk because I have not lived to see the Cowboys win a Super Bowl. So With that being said, all right, so it's been four years. They've been milking the hell out, out, out of it. Cool. Whatever. At number three, 
Boston Bruins fans. Why? Because they're just honorable mention for me, man. Honorable. They're just assholes. Like, just shut up. Literally, just shut up. You're not even the best black and gold team in the in the NHL because the Pittsburgh Penguins exist. Just shut up. I bet Vegas fans wouldn't want to hear that. <laughs> well, they are mean, another honorable mention. I don't know what the hell. Vegas, I, don't know, I don't know what the hell Vegas is. Actually, no. Vegas fans are chill. Vegas fans are chill. Yeah, Vegas fans are cool. Vegas fans it's, are new. It's the Twitter. Fans. It's the Twitter account, bro. So number three, I put Boston Bruins. Okay. Number two, Dallas Cowboys fans. You're right. The Cowboy fan don't like Cowboy fans either. Why? Because stop. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid so early, bruh. You know, just like I understand last year when we were on our run, yes. Even I thought we was going to make the Super Bowl. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid, man. Stop it. Like, and, 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 and really what I don't like is we see teams like Philly and what Philly's doing, and we just start shivering in our boots, or some of them do. You got some that's shivering in their boots saying, oh, look at our team. We're going to suck. We got rid of Amari. We got rid of X, we got rid of Y, and we got rid of Z. We going to stink, and yada, yada, yada. Just being so, like, you're just so pessimistic. If you're just, if, if you have just no faith in your team, you know what, go, go somewhere else. We don't need you. And then we have the ones that's that's like, oh, I don't care. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We go, we go on, we go on one and we go on one and 16. Oh, you know, we're going to win the Super Bowl, right? Shut up, bro. Shut up. We go on one and 16. I don't want to hear shit about the Cowboys. I don't want to talk about them. Similar, similar to the Lakers. I don't want to hear about y'all. I don't want to talk about it. This season did not happen. Which brings me to number one. And it's two sets of fans. LeBron fans and Russell Westbrook fans. LeBron fans, because LeBron just, everything has to be about LeBron. Everything has to be about LeBron's legacy. Maybe LeBron just has nothing left to prove. You know, maybe I should just bask in his glory. Understand that he is one of the greatest. Stop trying to convince everybody that LeBron is the greatest basketball player of all time, because I kid you not, you are talking to a lot of Laker fans and a lot of these Laker fans are Kobe fans. A lot of these Laker fans are Magic fans. A lot of these Laker fans are Kareem fans, or you're talking to the older generation who literally watched Michael Jordan. Who watched and it really Michael's sucks. Magic they can't be great. Right. They can't be great in their own way. It sucks, bro. Because like they're both just that good. Where like people have to make it make a competition between those two. I'm like, bro. At this point, you really can't like. Why can't they just both be great in their own game? Like, and they both have proved like to win. You know, to I don't know, man. It's just weird, man. How like, people just want to always compare like them, like make it competitive between them two. Like, like there's two different errors, bro. If you, 
if you ask me, the greatest basketball player of all time is Kobe Bryant. But that's me. Kobe Bryant is the best basketball player that I've ever seen in my life. But that's just me. Maybe you think it's LeBron. Maybe you think it's Jordan. Maybe you think it's Kareem. Who cares? I don't. And then to Westbrook fans, yes, Russell Westbrook puts up triple doubles. Yes, Russell Westbrook, you, you know, he has the heart of a lion. He's this great guy. But there are two things I want you to stop doing. Stop justifying him missing dunks and airballing layups and shooting shots off the side of the backboard because maybe he's just not good. You know, maybe he's just not good. Y'all need to y'all need to stop defending him having more turnovers than field goals made. Stop. Also, Russell Westbrook has not won shit since he won MVP. And since Kevin Durant left OKC, he's only won one playoff series and been to the playoffs twice. Give it a rest. Just hold your boy accountable, please. I hate to say so, it, but Westbrook, he may be, he, he's the problem, though. In Houston, if CP3 didn't work out, as soon as CP3 leaves Houston, he, like, you know, gets better. And Westbrook, wherever he goes, he just doesn't work out. I, I don't know. Westbrook just may be the problem. Just got to accept it that he's just past his prime. And, like, no one's denying yeah. how good Westbrook how like athletic he is. He's probably like put it, don't get me wrong. Russell Westbrook's probably one of the most athletic players we've seen in NBA history. Exactly. Like, we're probably never going to see like another point guard as athletic and explosive at Westbrook's size. Like, probably who knows, like ever again in a while. Ooh, but at the same time, oh yeah, John Moran, you know, hey, uh, give John Moran, hey, and he, he may be like the next, you know, Westbrook 2.0. But other than that, like people fail to realize Westbrook, he's in his 30s now. You know, he's not like he's young, like be realistic, Westbrook. He's just aging, you know, it, it happens. Like, he's just out of time, you know, players slow down. He still has that passion in his game, but it's just like, you know, his skill level, it's just not at the MVP level anymore. He's and not like thing, an elite anymore, simple as that. And the, thing, yeah. and the thing with Westbrook, and it's something that all the greats do when they get towards the end of their career to where they get out their prime. You see James Harden's turning more into a playmaker. You see LeBron... You know, he doesn't go to the hole as as much. So he developed a long range game. You saw where Ray Allen you saw Ray Allen, you know, developed the um, developed a three point, a three point shot. Vince Carter did the same thing. Like. Russell Westbrook does not want to change the way that he plays. Russ thinks that his style of play is gold and it's everyone else's fault as to why the team is as bad as they are. Um, and also one last thing, Westbrook fans, can you please, please for the life of me, every time Russell Westbrook has a bad game, y'all post pictures of his fucking family saying, how can you be mad at a guy like this? Can you please stop his Nina and Nina and baby Westbrook do not deserve that. Please. Because all you're doing is just is just set, is just setting them up. So no, for slander, yeah, I was about to say that's what they like. To, yeah, and people they they know exactly what they're doing. Like social they know media exactly is literally what doing, the bro. way you get set up. You want to get slander, just 
post some controversial stuff or just like post some bold on social media and let people disagree with you. Like that's the easy way to get slandered. All through social media because it's just ruthless these days. <laughs> on there. Dog. I, I want to send a call out to the Commanders fans, bro. We just had a Cowboys fan and an Eagles fan come together and say it's five fan bases they hate more than us. You know what that means? That we got to step our hating game up. Now Wait. I have a plan. To, I have a plan to get us into the top, the top number one fan base that can't nobody stand again. Number one, like the Virginia fans. I need some of y'all to stand up and say I support Dan Snyder, even if it's a bold face lie. Just stand up and say it. The DC, the DC I'm fans, y'all, the DC fans, y'all gonna max everything we do, every fucking thing we do, and every time a cowboy or an eagle get hurt, you start beating your feet. That's number two. That's what y'all <laughs> That'd be wild, bro. And, hey, and, us bro. PG, and us PG and us PG County fans, every time we see a kid in a cowboy, a child in a cowboy's hat or an eagle's hat. We taking that shit off off their head and we running away with it. I'm dead, bro. Gonna be punching babies too. Oh no, 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 no! Take it off and put a, a commander's jersey on them. Just swap it out, bro. Be like, and when, yeah, and when they ask it. for and when they ask for it back, we run off. <laughs> I would also like to say that we all came <laughs> that we all came together and uh, we all agree that the Cowboys fans are very much annoying. So yes, we did. Yes, we did. Also, we didn't mention Patriots fans. I, I, how hard do we catch? You know, Patriots fans ain't been as bad since Brady left. Yeah, he didn't have it though, but I still can't stand them. But at the same time, it's like they have been chilling. It's like they just up there trying to like you know do the thing with Mac Jones. Yeah, Patriots fans, they have been chilling. But do you want to know a fan base that I love and I didn't think that I would love them? Actually, it's two. I love Packers fans, and Chargers fans are great. But for me, yeah, it's mean, Packers fans. Packers fan. For me, it's yeah. Packers fans, Brewers fans, and St. Louis Cardinals fans. Yeah, shout out my boy Jared, because he's a uh, big Packers fan. Yeah, like I never had a problem with Packers fans under the cheese heads. Like they they've been chilling for the most part. And like Packers fans, they like to call out, you know, Mahomes because they think uh Aaron Rodgers is better than Mahomes. They love to make that argument for some um, you know, some reason. I'm like, okay, they may have a good argument, but yeah. <laughs> But Packers fans, they don't attack my fan base, so my team. So hey, I mean, nothing against them. They 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 be in their own world. And also, I would just and also I would just this is one this is one last thing. I also want to shout out Atlanta Falcons fans for just the for just the like just the unprovoked smoke that y'all got for Saints fans. It is hilarious, bro. That's my man's Tevin. He a big Falcons fan. The <laughs> banter between Saints and Falcons fans. Are the it's it's the best in sports. It's the best in sports. No love loss. Don't go to New Orleans wearing the Falcons jersey. You know, you know, I don't know about that that, that voodoo. You know, oh yeah, do not go to New Orleans with that Falcons jersey on, man. Talking about a robbery, bro. (laughs) No love loss. No love loss between them two fan bases. And my aunt, she's a big Falcons fan as well. Yeah, so shout out Arita. Yep, you know I know you're a big Falcons fan. That lit that you know that this lives in the Philadelphia area, but uh, hey, she she a true Falcons fan though. I don't see why, but hey. <laughs> well, Mark's Aunt Rita, I'm very sorry that you have been. <laughs> you know you you've, you've you've had to deal with that over the course Shoot. of these last they, few years. You know, you know they need are, Michael Vick back. You know, two, you you know, two hundred and eighty three reasons why you should definitely just switch teams, but you know, we're not gonna get into that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Michael Vick, he ain't coming back. No time. You know, he's long gone, man. That's the last good thing the Falcons had going for him. Well, nah, Julio Jones. I got to get Julio I'm Jones. I'm just saying. You Pat got Brian. I'm just saying. Yeah, you but got... They have Kyle Pitts. I mean, Kyle Pitts, he, he has a future, <laughs> I mean, just, but. I mean, just think about it. Just think about it. You have the dog fighting 28 <laughs> to three, and then your star receiver is betting on the team while he still plays for the team. Falcons have been through a lot, bro. <laughs> They've become the jokes of like the They've really become like one of the low key jokes of the NFL, bro. And then, and then, not to mention, and this doesn't get talked about a lot, but Bomani Jones always brings this up. And not to mention, before the last Super Bowl that um that uh that uh they had played before the twenty eight to three game, I think it was before they played Denver. One of their star players got caught soliciting prostitutes the day before the game, and he couldn't. Play. I remember that story. I forgot who it like, was, but yeah, on. I remember that story. That, come on now, like, bro. It's like the Falcons stay catching L's, bro. Like no matter how much they try, they just always find a way to catch a like a big L, bro. That's that's crazy. Again, hey man, it's the through it though, bro. Again, I don't know what to say. This has been. Another episode of the 301 Outlet Podcast. You know, that's just a reminder. It's like whenever my team is struggling, bro, and my teams are struggling, I just remember it's always a team that's way worse and fans have to do with way worse. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I look at yeah. you know, at the our, our three teams combined. Yeah, all of our teams combined is other way, you know, way worse teams than ours, though. We just got to remember that at the end look, of the day. Look, look, <laughs> you can be a Jets fan. You could definitely yep. be a Jets fan. And you can be a that, Jaguars fan. <laughs> and with that being said, this has been another installation of the 301 Outlet Podcast. Shout out to the gang. Shout out to the Fiji boys. Shout out to all of our first time, last time listeners. And shout out to the Atlanta Falcons fans. So we hope y'all have a good week. We will see you next time. Peace.